This week on Red Dead Radio, we played Red Dead Redemption 2. Hey, shout out to Patreon producers Tom Box, Stuart Ferguson, and Jonathan, whose support makes this show possible. Hi, friends. We're about to talk about playing Red Dead Redemption 2. But before we do, a couple of things. First, if you want to know more after listening to this podcast, tonight, if you're watching this on September 20th, 8 p.m., twitch.tv slash hop, blip, and a jump. That's twitch.tv slash hop, blip, and a jump. I'll be on live answering your questions about Red Dead Redemption 2 and my time playing it. You can hit John Ryan up at... Uh, I'm at USJR. I'll be doing not a whole lot today. You can just hit me up on Twitter. It's fine. Ask questions. We want to answer them. We want to hear from you. And hey, uh, the hour has come the show is ready to take off this is episode 20 and the game has finally been in our hands from here on out we're straight in we've just gotten the announcement of all kinds of news about the online mode coming yeah oh my god i don't even know if we're gonna have time to talk about online today. oh we're There's not so much to talk about if you do want to know about online i'll get a chance to do a q a with the devs for it so hop over to IGN and check that out which yep. would be super cool. Yeah, please do. Uh, you absolutely should do that over on yeoldign.com. And finally, hey, this is what I do for a living. So if you like the content, patreon.com slash Petty or reddeadradio.com, uh, wherever you can, whatever you can give, it really does help keep me able to do things like this. All right, let's talk about playing Red Dead Redemption 2. We're going straight to the world, world. Yes, we're going straight to the world, world yeah. Hi friends, welcome to Red Dead Radio, the Red Dead Redemption Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Petty, alongside the Wild Wild Guest. Oh, hi, I'm John Ryan. Indeed. I, I don't really know if I'm a guest at this point anymore. I pretty much just live under your table. I like to think of you as Stalker Channing in Season 2 of The West Wing, special guest star. You know what, here's the thing. Fuck yes. Yeah. Absolutely. If someone ever calls me, if anyone relates my career to fucking anything related to Stalker Channing on the West Wing, I am fucking here for it. Most excellent. But we're not here to talk about the West Wing. We're here to talk about Red Dead Redemption because we played it. That's right. We played Red Dead Redemption 2. Ah! Yep. Big surprise e there. Egads. Egads. Hee-haw. Now, John Ryan, he'd already seen Red Dead Redemption yeah, 2 right months and months ago. But now, hands on the controller. And not a little bit of time for me. I was just like, oh, my gosh. I get to play and play and it play. Was, I mean, the, the thing, like, you could you could bounce like that forever. But, like, it was a legitimately lengthy demo. It yeah. was, what, almost two hours worth? It was a substantive demonstration. Uh, and with uh, quite a bit of freedom. I mean, the folks there were giving us some guidance on things we might want to look at. But by and large, yeah. I, I had the ability to wander and kind of do what I wanted. Yeah, we, we, played a, we played a couple of missions. Mm -hmm. um, and then essentially were just turned loose in Valentine for an hour or so. And it was um, spectacular. Uh, I mean, I your mean, impression? It was, it was phenomenal. All right, so what we want to do here on this episode, uh, we know you're just hungry for details, just like we were before we started playing. And uh, we're just going to give you our impressions, tell you what happened as uh, straightforwardly as we can. So I I'm going to start here with, did it meet expectations? Uh, yeah, it did. And my expectations were really high. As a matter of fact, I would say that for me, they exceeded uh, those expectations. And I, you know, we've been doing this for a while, 20 weeks now. Uh, and Has uh, it really been that long? 20 weeks. This is episode 20. My God. Yep. Uh, it exceeded my expectations and my expectations are high. John, what about you? Did you yeah. I mean, uh, uh, 100%. Um, it, it, it's that kind of thing where I couldn't stop. Like, just like when I'd seen it in the spring, I couldn't stop thinking about it like it's legitimately been at somewhere in my active consciousness for the last three days yeah ever since um, i played it I, I haven't been able to stop and thinking it, about it it's not it's not that thing where i'm just like i just i need to play it again i mean there's a little bit of that to be sure mm -hmm. um 
but it, it's mostly just that notion of like this is doing things in in ways that I never expected to see me do things in a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, at least not in a video game in 2018. Yeah, it, it was it was stunning. So we're going to start there now. If you're worried about spoilers, let's get right out here with it. Uh, the sections that we played are not going to wreck much of the game for you. Uh, I, what I saw yeah, was no, no, no. we spent a lot of time doing our own thing, meeting people in casual conversation. We're not going to reveal any huge giant twists in the story. So you don't Spoiler need to worry alert, about that. I found a campfire you that found had fish at it. Fish at the campfire? Yeah. Yeah? yeah that's it. Spoilers, there are fish. You're really making this game. You're selling this game hard, Fish John. confirmed. Fish confirmed. Right All right, so let's talk about beauty. Let's get the graphical element out of the way. Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, you, you mentioned a second ago, like it is, it just is, it is just a stunning game to look at. Yeah, um, I believe the demo that we were looking on was spec'd to a PS4 Pro, mm-hmm. um, running, you know, with on the, I, I don't know if it was running on 4K actually. I don't know. I think it was. I'm not positive. I didn't ask. Uh, it was running with the HDR enabled. Yeah. Um, you could tell that from the pop, like because the colors. Oh my gosh, the color contrast. That's something that did not come through as well in the trailers for me. I didn't realize oh, how colorful this world is. Oh, and, it's gorgeous. And, oh, and it's things so, just, just so very jump. Good. And even places that have that bland brown or gray coloration, well, I mean, they aren't bland. Neutral tones are always tough. Yeah, to to make seem like a really colorful place. Yeah, I mean it's it's in those little details. It's it's in the way the pine trees sort of are stuck together in like certain clumps of like snowy brush or uh, like you'll see a squirrel darting up on like a little gray squirrel or yeah. like a rabbit or something. Um, or just like the slight difference in contrast between a yellowish green oak tree's leaves and yeah. like the yellowish brown of some long grass. Yeah. Um, it's, they're, they're, it's a very, very colorful place. Um, but I mean, what, what really gets me is like from from a visual standpoint, I think the most astounding thing to me is just the draw distance. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you meet a person, and there's hmm. this very clever new system. Uh, I really do like the the L trigger context. Yep. Uh, menu. So for everything, not, for, and that's the thing that I wasn't expecting. It's the one everything. button interface. It, yeah. Well, that, <laughs> but also the fact that it's not just for people. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's for if you're rooting through desk drawers, you can pull out a paper and flip it around and read it. If you're at a general store, you can pick up a can and look at it and put it back down. It's how you pick flowers. It's how you take care of your horse. Most importantly, it's how you, yeah. most importantly it is how you pet dogs. Yes, it is. And dog and, petting confirmed. Oh, they're all such good boys. They are good boys. They're all such good boys. Yep, dog if petting confirmed. any of you do anything to them, oh. I will find. It didn't even occur to me to try to hurt a dog. Of course it didn't, because you're no, not a monster. No, no, nobody, nobody did People, that. absolutely. The first person that I found at, when I could actually, like, take control and, like, walk around the open world, I, it was this kid. He was maybe 11 years old, and he was just, like, down skipping rocks by a stream. He was this little ginger boy in some overalls, and he was complaining about how, like, Sally Mae had, like, broken his heart or something. Oh, you shit. didn't throw him in the water like the Frankenstein monster, did you? No, of okay, course good, not. Good. I rode up to him on my horse, and I started yelling at him. Oh, okay. So the, the way that it works is you you hold down the left trigger to target someone, and then you have a few options. You can draw your gun. Mm-hmm. Um, you can greet them, which is just a friendly hello, or you can antagonize them. Or sometimes there's a third option, or a fourth option, I guess, 
um, depending on who the person is. They're contextual. Yeah. yeah. And and that's all this talk that they've been doing about relationships. Those options are going to change based on and this is something what's happened between you and the person yeah. and what those options lead to. Is this is something that, I, that I'm finally so fucking relieved, honestly, that other people have finally seen and played it now. Yeah. Because it's that kind of thing where I've been saying it and trying to explain it to folks for literally almost six months at this point. And... I feel like people are like, oh, yeah, get it. but they don't really get it. Mm-hmm. And now they can finally understand for themselves. And so I, let's let's try to do them this the same service and get it across as well as we can. It right. is a contextual menu that appears when you want it, whenever you're interacting with just about anything. And the menu's commands, which are mapped to the face buttons, mm-hmm. uh, can be used to dig into other options and menus depending right. on how the person responds. Exactly. So with... This poor boy, yeah. <laughs> for example, um, some NPCs have more, uh, what I'll say, deeper interaction levels than others. Mm-hmm. Um, this kid was clearly not in a place that he wanted to engage with other humans at mm-hmm. this time. His heart had just been broken. He was very sad. So when I walked up to him, targeted him, and just kept hitting the antagonize button over and over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> His initial response was like, when I first wrote up to him, was like, hey, mister, you just leave me alone. I don't think I can talk to anybody right now. I just want to be by my onesome and, and think my own thoughts. And I was like, what? You're stupid. No, don't do that. <laughs> and, he, and, you know, he rightfully, he was like, what? <laughs> he just didn't understand. You're just bullying a small child? He was in his teens, to be sure. Okay. I technically do think he was classified in game as a child, though, uh, because I then tried to lasso him and I couldn't. Okay. Well, there we go. Th- um, that's very mean. Oh, oh, well, this was after I literally, cha- he, like, I, I sat there just on my horse antagonizing him for a spell probably for a good four or five pushes of the button before he finally got so intimidated that he just started walking away. Yeah. And then I followed him and he started running away. Oh, see, but you do have those options. Also greeting. It's not like, well, here's my positive. You might greet somebody and they might greet you back and be friendly, but you might greet somebody and they'll just tell you to go to hell. Yeah, uh, especially if they've met you before and they don't like you because of something else that or happened. Or they're a member of a rival gang. Yeah. Um, that happened to me a couple of times. I'd see some folks like next to a wagon and be like, oh, I wonder if those people are okay. And I go over and they're like, fuck off, Arthur. But you like, can, okay. Yeah, and you can also, but then you greet again and it's not the same conversation with the same person. Right. Well, it's more, it progresses. Based on what they're doing, too. Yeah. Like if someone was walking past me with, you know, a dog or a horse, like if the dog walks by me, it's just like, it's not just like, hello. That no. I would give to a person walking down the street. It, they're not NPC throwaways. This whole, yeah. these people are in the living world thing. They're not making it up. It's real. It works. And it's intuitive. And it doesn't break the immersion. It's not what they've added to the game in a lot of ways, I think. It's what they've taken out. They've taken out it's, a layer of separation between you and the interactions. It was yes. just so darn natural. Yeah, I mean, and the other thing too, it's like the it goes back to kind of what I was saying, have been saying for a while now about the fact that this world doesn't really care about you, um, in so many, so many good, good ways. The, I think in this particular case, when we're talking about the people and how they interact with each other and with you, they don't all like unlike most other open world games, they don't all pay attention to you. Mm-hmm. Um, case in point, when I first like got into civilized country of yeah. Valentine. Um, I had just found out that if I tap the melee button while riding my horse, I do a little kick to the side. And so, of course, the first time I walk past somebody, I kick them in the head. <laughs> now, see, here, here, I mean, here's the thing, though. It's like when you, when you play a game for the first time, you want to test those boundaries. You want to see what those limits look like. Yeah. 
when I kicked said poor person, who assuredly did not deserve it. To be kicked in the head. To be, he did not deserve to get kicked in the head. Yeah. Um, but when I kicked him in the head, there were probably a few people in the area. So it was like him, another guy, and then some folks over there. Now, in other games, I think probably you could say it was safe to say in the old Red Dead 1 as well. Yeah. Everybody would immediately just like, poosh, snap their heads to you and be like, him. Um, but here, it was just the guy who saw it happen. Yeah. And not in the case of just like, oh, what's that? But it was just like, hey, you just fucking kicked that guy in, in the, the head. head. What the hell's wrong with you? I'm yeah. going to go tell the sheriff. And it's not like he immediately ran off down the road. Sheriff, sheriff. Right. Yeah. It's not like that. He just like started walking away from me. Yeah. And then... I, you know, tried to stop him, and yeah. then it got then it got, it, bad. It got bad. Then I wasn't allowed back in Valentine for a while. Another thing I noticed when you address groups of people, uh, they would sometimes respond to you co-op, like corporately. Like I talked to two guys at once, and it felt different because they both respond different ways. It was two dudes that were obviously hanging out together, and then they were just like NPCs doing their. Except I didn't really know. If they were just NPCs doing their NPC thing, because you get this kind of right. kind of fog where there's like, oh, there's something interesting over here. Maybe you should on the map. Yeah. Maybe you should investigate it. But it's not always uber specific. Yeah. It leads you. It kind of narrows in and it encourages you to interact with the people around you in some really clever ways and try to usually in Red Dead when you're outside the cities, you're hunting for things. Yep. It kind of made me feel like when I was inside the city, I was hunting for things in my conversations with people. Never knew what little Easter egg I was going to find yeah, and there. I think the fun thing, too, is like, I, I don't know about you. I don't really know what you did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we haven't compared notes before this, which is fun. We've yeah. talked very little about our different experiences. Um, so oh excited to see this how this turns some, out. Some wonderfully horrible things. See, I, I was a nice guy. Like, I was friend. And I guess so. Adult- here's a question. Like, when we start playing this, are you going to play full white hat and I'll play full black hat? Probably. Yeah, right. I'm a really nice guy in Red Dead. I mean, I'm, I've, I've said it before. Like, I'm going to play through this game three times. Yeah. Like, I'm going to play naturally the first time, and then I'm just going to go full white hat, full black hat, and just yeah. see how it goes. I, usually, I'm a nice guy, and I, and that was how I approached this, definitely. I, I didn't. I ended up in fights, but I didn't pick them that happens so that yeah happens. See, I, I picked fights i kicked dudes in the head i tried to make friends with some guys that were going to rob me uh, oh don't do that didn't work That's out a, those are bad people to make friends with they jared we gotta were, work on your sense of they trust. were bad people they were not nice did not work out they ended up dead so it was okay well that's what happened i also almost shot my horse uh i i was no you can't do that i was learning the trigger controls and uh, uh learning about the and i accidentally if you have the gun out the contextual menu is entirely different it's yeah, well, shoot people once you pull out your gun yeah that changes everything with r2 so, well so like that's the thing though it's like that's what i like that changes Everything. Everything. Yeah. And it's not that it's just like, now I have the option to shoot somebody. It's that you can, like, first off, it changes the way people react to you. Like, yep. if you walk into, if I walked into a room, like, I walked into the saloon in uh, Valentine, for yeah. example. And the thing that I was going to say really quickly to just touch back on that notion of your sort of hunting for things be, with people, because you never know what you're going to find. Like, yeah. I walked in and I happened to find someone who was a quest giver, mm-hmm. um, and it was this—it was a what I'd call a more standardized seeming cutscene. Like you know, you walk in, you talk to the guy, a cutscene starts, he gives you a quest. Um, but I didn't expect that to be the case. Like I walked up to him and I was like, it wasn't until I noticed that there was a thing on the map that differentiated him from any NPC ah. I've seen. Like it, it was the same type of conversation that I had come to expect yeah. from hearing. Everybody else who I had talked to or walked past on my way into town. Yeah. But if I had walked into that saloon and pulled out my gun or with my gun already drawn, or even if I just walked down the street with my gun already drawn, 
everyone's reaction to me would be much, much different. Well, when somebody's walking down the street, even in an old west town with a gun in their hand, right, that's, I mean, that's what's what going saying, to like, happen. If you walk yeah. down the street without your gun, everyone's normal. 1899 um, America, the if you're walking around with a gun, people are going to be worried. Right. The other thing that I thought was so, 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 such a fun fucking detail. So when you loot bodies, yeah. um, A, it's not like, much like I've described the 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 skinning of animals as a much more visceral experience, so is looting dead guys. Um, oh, yeah. Especially if you do it in first person, which we'll get to later because you can play this whole game in first person. You can seamlessly. Um, you can just switch. It's great. It's, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, if you loot a body or if you pick up a body, you will get blood on you depending on how they yeah. died. Um, so, for example, these dudes who jumped me because they're idiots and mm-hmm. didn't understand that I'm me. Yeah. Um, ended up gut shot and dead. And so I, but there's that notion of, you know, if a body is spotted, it's going to raise suspicion. So I picked him up and I put him over my shoulder and I dropped him in the woods. But then when I put them down, there was, I was just covered in some guy's blood. Yep. Yep. And it doesn't wash away. No, it doesn't instantly wash away. It's just there. Yeah. And I was just covered in blood. Not until you get some water on you to knock it off. But I didn't wash it off. So I walked into town and like people were just like, what the fuck happened? Who the fuck is this guy? It's great. And I really love it doesn't. You think, oh well, that make things difficult. No, it's all built in. It's all anticipated. It's yeah, all just it's, a new avenue to adventure. And that's the thing. And it that's it doesn't like necessarily. It. it doesn't prevent you from going places. Not necessarily, at least. Um, but it it changes things to a believable level, and it adds so 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 much to that that investment that your the fidelity of the world not just in pixel count but in believability that's i'm glad you hit that because there's two other ways they augment that when you talk about the believability of the world and and the unbelievable believability of red dead redemption 2 is probably the thing that stood up most about it to me but two other ways they they do that in addition to that kind of graphical fidelity and to those gameplay details one is the way they use the camera and mm-hmm. th- this is hard until you see it. It's kind of like the Matrix. You know, nobody can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. But you will be in those traditional GTA-style driving conversations. You'll be with yep. a group because you're with the gang a lot. And so maybe there'll be a bunch of you riding together talking. And you right. can move up the line and down the line you and have, initiate conversations you with have people. control options. Yeah. Um, but... While you're talking with everybody, sometimes the camera just goes cinematic. Well, that's by choice. And peels out. That's not yeah. That's not a sometimes it just. But when it does, and this is the part that's amazing, it doesn't do it the same way every time. Cinematic no. camera doesn't mean, oh, wow, I'm just right down there in everybody, and now I'm controlling... I, I'm seeing it from the same, what's called the cinematic angle. One cinematic angle might be very close up with lighting coming in dark through the trees as you're riding through and be the camera at the front. And then when it switches angles, it might be like a Western film and you're off in the distance riding down a ridge and you can barely make out yeah. the individual riders. And then suddenly you're back in the formation again, riding with everyone. And this is just happening without any seams. But you have to. But I mean, in that case, you have to choose to do. You it. You can make that happen. So that's that's the, what I like about it. Yeah. Is that for me? Like, look, I love GTA V. I think it was a phenomenal fucking game. Um, even when I played through it entirely for a second time on on next gen, new and current gen consoles. Um, but like, my biggest critique of it was that those 
felt unnecessary. Those those drives in missions, like when I was Trevor and I had to drive all the way from Sandy Shores up into Los Santos with Wade, that was fine. Mm-hmm. But it like uh, that also could have just been a cutscene. Yeah, but it doesn't now, feel that way in Red Dead. But now it can be, yeah. and that's the thing where it's like, yes, you'll still have to hold X to keep your horse on the road, but there's that level of of sort of taking it to a different contextual level. And it's not a novelty. That's the thing. Whatever they're paying the people who place their cameras and do their production design around that, it's not enough. It doesn't feel like pre- novelty. I paid pretty well. It feels like a film. Because yeah. of the changes in camera angle every few seconds and all of the changes making sense, because the lighting changes, there's shots that are proceeding film-like to tell a story, but they're happening dynamically in front of you. Yeah, it's I incredible. Mean, this is the prettiest video game I've I've ever seen. Oh, uh, the, the, yeah, that, we talked about that a little bit already. But right. I mean, like, but again, I mean, but it's not just the art, and that's the other bit that I was going to talk right. about. In addition to the camera stuff, and I know I went off on that a long time, but I think it's very important. It's significant. Uh, the other bit is is the incredible fidelity to handcrafted detail. I, I, going oh, down, yeah. going down elevation from from snow covered mountains. To where the grass starts poking through, and there's actual there's snow melt on the rocks, and it, on you, and on you, and like, there are trees that are bent in the wind that never got straight again. There are yeah. reflections in in the in the condensation on the granite. There are, yeah. it's just unreal. Yeah, I mean every every inch of a rock star world is a bespoke creation. Yeah. Like even even the ones that can be dynamically altered. So like one of the things that I found the most impressive was that snow or mud or wet. I mean, yeah. mostly just mud and like wet earth. You know, I I went gaga for this when they released the gameplay video a few weeks ago. That all moves and shifts dynamically around you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you fall down in the mud or if you roll into it, it will squish out of the way accurately. Yeah. Um, but everything around that everything under it everything on top of it everything to the sides like it it is like there is a reason that this tree is next to these two shrubs which is three feet away from this rock because it because it all comes together so so well and you can you can feel that as you ride through the world yeah you know this is a much slower experience than than gta yes it is Um, and it's not just because you know, obviously, you don't have a Maserati. Like, uh, yeah, I think I think I would almost say more. I would call it deliberate, um, in the yeah. best sense of that word. Uh, it is yeah. not a game about blazing around and reacting in long sequences, but rather in bursts. It, it's right. you're moving, you're moseying, and then the world springs to life. I mean, and then moseying I, again. I, you know, respectfully, I would almost disagree with that. Okay, I feel like the world is always. The world is always sprung, Jared. Oh, okay. Well, the world's always alive. Well, I'm talking about what things I'm, aren't trying to kill you all the time. Well, I guess yeah, that's, the, that's, that's where, what I was leaning what I mean, to. What, what I think, the word that I think I would use with this one is intimate. Because, yes, everything is deliberately crafted around you. Mm-hmm. But it makes me, like, in the old Red Dead, like, you know, that was a slower-paced game than GTA. Yeah. But I had passing interest sometimes at most. Going from place to place. Yeah. And this is the kind of world where even just riding around a corner that I'd already written around a few times, I want 
Like I wasn't mashing on X to to get my horse to go faster, so I could get no, from A to B. No, I didn't want to go quicker. Exactly. Maybe that'll change as time passes. But I mean, but, I feel like it, it does with any game. But I feel like that will happen less here because there is, there are those parts of the world that all you want to do is just go for a ride. And and I was feeling that almost the entire time. Like even when I was being pursued by bandits who were trying to kill me, I was like, guys, just fuck off. I just want to see the pretty rocks. Yeah, there's a lot to be said for that. And and that and the granularity of it uh that extended Well, you were talking about the travel first. I mean, yeah. they I saw you know, I, I saw the fast travel in the camp, and I was like, I, who cares? I'm never using that. No, ever. no. I don't no. want to know about that. Uh, but the granularity, I went to the gun shop and went shopping. Oh, my God. And, like, if you open up the gun menu, it's not a menu. It's a catalog. Yes, you can did look. Did you go to the general store or did you go to the weapons store? I went to the gunsmith. Okay. So I opened up the gunsmith. We can talk about this because I went to the general store. Okay, so it's a shooter's Bible. Yeah. So, yes, it's a gun, but it's also, a, like, a catalog style. And I'm not talking about a few lines. There are pages and pages and pages yep. of cleverly written contextual text around every item. Yep. You don't have to read any of it, but it's yeah, all there. If you want, you it's, can straight go be like, oh, I want a revolver, I want a grip on it, and I want a, uh, I want a stock for my rifle. Or I can sit and read all this cleverly exactly. written. And by the way, the writing in this is better. It is better than Red Dead 1. The writing oh, yeah. and the voice acting are better. Yeah, I mean, That's, well, look, I, the, the, uh, again... People evolve and, and grow as artists. Oh, of course, and 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 resources availability and that and the time frame right. and the and the and the state of the art. Those have all changed. But man, I was really the conversations that I heard in this game. I liked so much more. Yeah. Than the average conversation in Red Dead One. Yeah, I mean, they're like, funnier. They're I, more poignant. Yeah. That, when just, I walk up to an NPC and they're like, "Oh, hey, how you doing today? I have this thing to talk to you about." I'm usually just like. Fuck off. I have no interest in talking to you. I want to get to the next thing that I have to blow up or shoot. Yeah. And in this case, I would every, almost every time stop, turn, and be like, hi, what, how, how are you? What's happening? And, like, the cool thing is that's not necessarily always an interaction that I have to actively say, oh, I'm going to target you and I'm going to greet you. It, you just fall into step next to one another and you walk along and you have a conversation. And if you're done having it, you can walk away and they'll be like, all right, bye. I'm so bye, bye. Yeah. yeah. So, talking about those conversations, oh, you went to the general store. What'd you see there? Oh my God, so many pants. Yeah, I went to the pants store. You went to the pants store. No, so so here's the thing: is like it's it's the it was the same. What I thought was so fascinating about it, and like again, this is largely just that notion of of everything being that of that fidelity being so yeah. so 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 increased, where it's like almost everything that you could want to buy provisions wise at the general store is on the shelf and you can pick it up and you can yeah. pick up a bunch of them. Um, also like, I mean the provisions just got me thinking like there's like, it looks like there's a pretty robust crafting system now. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of like, it's, there are survival elements to it now. Yeah. Which oh, oh, hunting. I, I mean, was, well, no, not just that though. I but, mean like, so like to get into the nitty gritty of sort of rote mechanics yeah. for a quick second, like you're, Health, like you have a more traditional health bar, yeah, uh, or it's a health ring, I guess. But you know, you, you have got, a pool you got of these health. little stat, like little stat bubbles, though. Yeah, so you you have a pool of health, and then you have a core to that stat, and yeah. that core, depending on the condition that you're in, drains faster, slower, or not at all. Um, and so, like, the good news is that this is not saying, you know, that you have to 
constantly it's not like rust you don't have to constantly yeah. be scavenging for old you know squirrel meat no i i never felt like i was in even a minecraft no. level situation it, where i had to eat even that often. exactly like the only time that i felt like i had to replenish my cores was if i actively used enough deadeye or stamina or got shot enough like an idiot yeah that i i had done it to myself um and then the coming back from that wasn't ever a hassle it was always like i was always constantly finding things and picking things up out in the world that would allow me to keep my stats at a beneficial mm -hmm. level um, but I love the fact that that is a concern where it's like if I chose to just ride off into the wilderness and just walk in the desert for four fucking days, I would eventually probably die. Yeah, you could do that. I could do that. I wonder if you actually would ever drop a starvation. I don't know. I, I, did they confirm I that one way or the I, other? I'm not sure. I didn't I think to ask. Too, but um, I was too busy harassing ginger kids. <laughs> There's um, also uh, and little details around the survival, but you talked about going to the store. Yeah. So many pants, so many crap. Sorry, so Gunsmith, likewise. Uh, so many yeah. customization options for the weapons, and some of them purely cosmetic. Oh yeah, some 100%. of them were just like I could because we, this I looks a cool. Hat. Things um, that just look cool. Yeah, and you can engraving buy on the guns. I, I I saw an engraved saddle that you could oh, just like yeah, customize. Yeah, a beautiful, know? a couple of some beautiful leather work in this uh, game. Yeah. Um, as someone who is well versed in good leather work, are you? No, not really. I have the leather work merit badge from the Boy Scouts of America. Oh my God, look at you! Did you make a wallet? Uh no. What I made, the hell? I, I made a neckerchief holder. Who has that many neckerchiefs? Well, Boy Scouts. Fair. They do love their ascots. Actually, they don't really like them very much, and you, you generally to refuse them. to wear them. They just make you wear refuse. them. Refuse? Doesn't that doesn't that get you kicked out? Look, this is you know this is this is a long tangent that we don't have time. We for. don't We've have time. We got about some pants red at the general dead, store. Pants at the general store. That's uh, right. What I was impressed by was how many, like even in just this tiny little town, how many options there were for that. Like there was a whole section just for accessories, and that accessory department had spurs and chaps wow. and. Uh, oh, what was the other thing? Suspenders. You can yep. change your fucking suspenders, <laughs> um, which I'm 100% going to just wear suspenders. And that's yeah. It. Okay. Um, oh, that's uh, Arthur is going to be a body bastard. Yeah. Just, just going like, to be. Well, when I say I go full black hat, I mean, no one's going to like me for a bunch of reasons. And this is going to be your first playthrough? Just Maybe. You it know, might be. I it like, might be my last. And I like that it's not a polarity meter there, that it's not no. binary. No, 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 that, no, no, the, no. The, the, the Arthur is obviously a... Criminal dude. Yes. I mean, you, you saw... He's a, I, he's a potentially bad man who does bad things. There were the, there were some missions that, that, that I went on where there's just, you know, gang members that Arthur's with would just murder a dude. I mean, it happens. Oh, yeah, very... He's very savagely. Yeah. People are not afraid to kill, but they're also not necessarily all of them in a hurry to kill. Now, I, I, I noticed... Yeah. Most of them. Now, I noticed a moment... There, there's a moment that uh, with one character who's tied to a tree. Oh, yeah. And I really love this. This is something about the facial animation to me. I'd love to see the, the quality. Of, I'd love to see the original mocap on this. But Bill Williamson has a pair of heated pliers. No, I, no, I remember. And he's about to torture about. this yeah, man. He's threatening to torture you, him. Yeah, I Duchess, you can understand where he's planning to torture him. Yeah, and Duchess, Duchess stand the next to him. They're trying to get information out uh -huh. of this guy. And... Dutch sees Bill come over, and he's being very calculating and manipulative right, and Dutchy. as Dutch does. Except for a second when it gets really, really close to actually happening. And Dutch's face, in my eyes, changed yeah. for a oh, couple yeah. of seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see this joy 
at the pure sadism of it, and then the mask comes back on. Well, and I was impressed that they were able to convey that yeah. with, with the facial animation. I mean, it, to me, it was that moment was, you know, he still knew that it wasn't going to happen, but it was just silly that it was. I think he wanted it to. Oh, for a second there. I think I don't know if I don't know about that. I think he was delighting in the the very clear discomfort of this young man. Mm. Um, but then again, I, I don't know. Maybe he is more of a sadist than I than I than I expect. Well, I felt like is. he was a little more than, than than I thought he was there. Oh gosh, it's so many. It's we saw so much. I mean, uh, you know, the fact that we we meet John uh, very early on and discover yeah. that he's uh, he sure does have a big old bandage on his head. Um, yes, he's yes, he uh, he's he's had a, he's had a big bleedy big bleedy face. Uh, something very bad happened yeah. there. Yeah, he's uh, he's coming out of something. What looks to be pretty serious. And it's cute watching him and Abigail um, do their thing. Oh, uh, yeah. I like, though, that it doesn't seem like John and Arthur get along all that well. Uh, when I was riding with, with Arthur, I don't know if this happened to you, but I was riding with Arthur and John at one point in the game. Uh-huh. And I went up and just started a was conversation with John. Was uh, It was toward the end of my session. Yeah. And I, I, started think, I think I know what you're referring And it became to. very clear that Arthur and John did not get along. No. And... and it, it, it it's that clear disagreement between an older man and a younger man, mm-hmm. which I really love. Mm-hmm. Not that it's, you know, not that it's the, this thing of like you, you know, you screwed me over this one time, and so I no. hate you forever. It's just like no, you're kind of a petulant shit, mm-hmm. and I don't respect you. What about your convictions? Where's your strength? Where's your backbone? Exactly. Where's your exactly. fortitude? Who are you as a man? You yeah. don't know, and that's a problem. For Whereupon me. Arthur does seem to have a pretty good idea who Arthur is. Yeah, uh, he's he's very different than John in the first game. John's yes. still a man looking for himself. Arthur feels like. Well, I mean, I think this is sort of what we're going to see a lot of throughout the rest of the game. Is we're going to see that sort of relationship between. John and Arthur build you know I don't think it's going to be the centerpiece of the game because I think that would be kind of cheap to be mm-hmm. honest um, not cheap but like I don't I don't what I don't want this to be is the Obi-Wan Kenobi story of him training Anakin I don't think we're getting that no I don't uh, think it, I, don't I think didn't it see is. a lot in the, the trailer to make me, or in the uh, the demo to make me feel that way yeah no I don't I don't think it will be um, but I like that it's there. I like yeah. that there's this notion of maybe this is where John got his convictions from. Maybe this is the person who, not necessarily through direct action, through direct lessons mm-hmm. and, and saying, like, I'm going to teach you how to be a man. But just, like, by watching him on the sidelines, like, watching him from back in the pack in the gang. This is because, like, the, I mean, the John that we knew in, in this part of the demo he was is he's super headstrong he's he's not particularly measured mm-hmm. in the way that we're used to seeing John Marston yeah. in Red Dead Redemption 1 um so it's interesting i'm really curious he's to not see as where defeated a man either cuz in Red Dead 1 one of the things that my my yeah. playthrough recently really revealed to me is that John is a man who's still looking for who he is he knows who he wants to be but it, he's not there oh, um yeah. he's desperately trying to be you see a man that tends to latch on to paternal type figures. Uh, you know, he doesn't like people that are full of fakery, but mm-hmm. goes through with it. The very few times he's approached by somebody with a speck of, of personal dignity, he, he tends to latch on immediately. Um, and I yeah. wonder about Thanks, that with Dutch. an author. Yeah, uh, but, I, but I also think about when he meets, oh, what's the name of the older gunfighter? Um, oh, Le- uh, Landon Ricketts. Yeah, Landon Ricketts. Uh, you know, Sam, st- Sam Elliott. Who I still think might show up in this game. Um, I'd love I, to, I would love to see that. But there's, 
there's six trillion details to go through on this. Um, what we're going to move to next is things that happened. Real quick, just neat things that happened. Oh, hell yes. Okay, okay cool. Um, so, I harassed a ginger kid. Okay. We've been there already. You and the harassing of the kid? I'm sorry. Look, here's the thing. I feel like this is it's something that's going to stick in my mind because I've, I feel bad about it. Why do you feel bad about it? Because it was just some poor fuck. Like here, this is this is what does it for me. I do. I have played GTA and GTA Online for five years now. Also, happy belated birthday, GTA. I I've played that game for five years now, mm-hmm. and I can. I mean, maybe this just makes me a fucking sociopath to begin with. But like, if my car goes out of control and accidentally slams into a sidewalk full of people, yeah. I mean, I'm like, oh, but I don't really feel bad. I felt bad. About berating this kid and about kicking that well, dude in the head and then about murdering that street full of people who tried to call the, the police on me. People don't feel like set dressing. And that's and that's that's what really is super remarkable about yeah. this to me. Like even the assholes who are like hanging out under trees and in the side of bridges being like, Hey, I'm gonna rob you, give me your money, and then they we get in a gunfight. Like even those guys, they don't feel just there for the sake of being there for me to shoot the animals the same way i went hunting yeah. and i'm I, I get up on a good vantage point i've got a good rifle i get a clean shot and i i take two deer down with clean rifle shots great job um and i was no, bad at it as, and um i i found out later that if i had killed them with more than one shot oh yeah that would have damaged the hide i'd have gotten less money for yeah. it et it would have taken longer for them to die it would have been super traumatized yeah, yeah and so i got them clean by the way you're telling me it's pretty gross butchering oh, them. you're right real... butchering them is pretty gross oh well butchering them yeah but like yeah. also getting them to finally stop moving yeah i didn't have to worry really with that i killed I killed mine on the, uh, the I'm, I'm proud of you one shot jared that's what they call me I don't think they call you that. I don't think I don't call you nobody that calls sure. me that. No, I'm just. I would hope they didn't call you that. So yeah, what was it? Atticus Finch, one shot Finch. Was that it? I yeah, I don't remember. To kill a mockingbird. It's been a long. Read a book, time. people. It's been a long time since I've read that book or seen that movie. But, but anyway, again, they didn't just feel like resources I was harvesting. Um, exactly. Yeah, they didn't feel like there was a there were a tool there for my amusement. Yeah. They were inhabitants of this world, and so naturally, like one of the this poor son of a bitch when I was not the ginger kid again. As I was riding down the road, um, there's this guy on the side of the street who's very clearly having trouble shoeing his horse. And he's there. He's trying to pry at it. And, like, I, I, slow, I come to a slow stop, and I'm like, howdy, mister, what's happening? And he says something about basically saying, like, oh, I'm trying to get this shoe off. But, and, and so, you know, I offer to give him a hand. And he's like, oh, sure, that would be great. And as soon, as soon as he puts down the horse's foot, it bucks, kicks, mashes him in the back of the head, and he falls over dead. <laughs> and you, you Don Draper's dad at him. And I, I, I Dick Whitman'd him. You Dick Whitman'd well, him. What's dad Dick Whitman? Dick Whitman dadded him. Wow. That's I Dick dadded. Nope, not that one. I Dick Whatever. Whitman dadded him. All right. <laughs> Anyways, and I was just like, I was sitting there, and I was just like. I was completely frozen because I was like, oh, yeah. God, oh, God, oh, yeah. God. I murdered him, but like, I didn't mean well, to. So like, I, but like, and I think here's the real thing that measures like my investment in these characters, these yeah. people. I waited for him to get back up. He didn't. Yeah. But I but waited. waited for him, and yeah. it wasn't that like, oh, I want to see what happens to this, to this NPC creature. 
I was legitimately like, oh, please get back up. I no, it okay. does play with you more emotionally. It's, again, some of that's the graphical fidelity. Some of that's the way the characters move. Well, I don't everything. think we said it's, enough. It's of, everything. It's all of it together. It's a whole package. It, this, this, it's a, the, the sum is greater than the parts, and the parts are all great. Like, I that's mean, the that's, amazing part. Like, is, it's an awesome video game. Let's talk about details for a second. Little things. Yeah, uh, so what, ha- what happened? So, give me something that happened to you. Because I feel like I've given you a couple of examples. Several things. Uh, one thing that comes to mind, I, you know, go to camp, which we haven't even talked about yet, and see all the incredible camp stuff that's going on and meet the camp personalities. But I'm with one of the, the folks that's there with me doing the demo, and I'm like, uh, where's, uh, where's, uh, where's Jack? And okay. you know, she's like, where's Jack? And she's like, well, he usually hangs out over here. And we go over there, and Jack's not there. And okay. she's like, I wonder uh, where Jack is. And I'm like, no, no. It, right there, I loved. Because he's usually, but he's not. Because they move around. Because they change. Because they do their and own And he was off playing in the woods. We went and found him. And he was off doing something completely different Good. that was not where she expected him to be. And this is somebody trying to show off that part. I like that. Um, my favorite thing that happened in the whole thing. Uh, it was a total delight. I'm wandering through the wilderness, Jared Stahl, because all I ever do in Red Dead is wander through the wilderness. Oh, yeah. I, like, I, love, I will love my horse to death. Hopefully it won't die. Um, but I will 100% walk this entire map on foot if I can. Yeah, it, it was spectacular. So I'm wandering through this beautiful wilderness, finding beautiful wilderness things, and I come across a dead deer that is rotting. Um, Gross. Like an animal kill. Yeah. And it looks like it's been fed on and it's rotting away. And... I'm looking at it, and it's completely unsalvageable. Of course. And then I notice something off in the grass. It's not like out in an open area nearby, and there's something okay. laying in the grass. So I walk over, and there's a dead possum laying a few feet away from the deer. Okay. So I'm like, well, that's interesting. But instead of trying to skin it, I, I have a contextual option this time to pick it up. Like, so I'm like, oh, I'll pick it up. Okay. So I reach down to that's pick cool. up Wait, the dead possum. Take a whole possum carcass? Well, I reach down for it, and it hops up, hisses at me. <laughs> And runs away into the woods because it was a possum playing possum. And that's it had spotted. So good. It was feeding on the carcass. Oh, that's so good. It had spotted me coming. There was nowhere for it to hide. So it played oh possum. Oh, God. And I was just like, this is great. That's so good. I love that. This Holy is great. Shit, that's wonderful. I love that. Yeah. It's, oh, that's so good. It's, you know, it's just a little that. And I kept finding it. Um, Found little collectible cigarette cards. I got really excited about that because I love baseball cards and baseball yeah, cards started as cigarette a, cards. So I was like, Ooh. well, maybe you'll still get your baseball. We'll I'm see. hoping so. I like having the satchel. You've got like the satchel you wear. The yeah, it's, I think it's a clever out. way of just being like, yeah, you're not just putting everything in your pockets. I also like that you're not, it, it, your horse is now where you keep your arsenal. Yep. Uh, and you just carry a smaller number of weapons. Oh, well, I think it makes sense too because like you can keep your arsenal there and you can also set loadouts. Yeah. And what I like about that is that it's not just like, I'm on the horse. I have no weapons on me. I get off the horse. Bloop, there they all are. Yeah. You take a sec. You, like, unsaddle. You get off the horse. You get on the ground. You pull a rifle out from underneath one strap. You yeah. lift up another strap. You grab your bow. You reset everything. You sling it over your shoulder. And then you're ready to go. I was surprised how much I liked the bow. I did oh, not I expect did. to like oh, the bow it. as much as I would. I, I was really pleasantly surprised <clears throat> with combat. Yep. I was very... Not, not, I wasn't like worried about it by any means, but because I've been so used to GTA Online, which is very, very quick paced, mm-hmm. and I remember Red Dead being a fair bit slower. Yeah. Um, it's very deliberate. And, and this is, this is very, it is definitely slower than GTA 5 and GTA Online's combat. Uh huh. But it makes sense given the age, it makes sense given the setting. Yeah. 
And it doesn't feel it clutchy. It doesn't feel heavy. Right. It's just slow. Well, Again, I mean, it's more it, deliberate. It, the weapons have weight to them. Yeah. But it does not feel like clunky. It's not Gears of War. It doesn't I mean, no, it's not even that. that it's kind it's of not just like... It's not sluggish. Yeah, exactly. That's there, what I was I don't to get. feel like there's, you know, weight. Like, I don't feel like there's, it, anyone, there's no one's going to tell me, like, you can't even lift that cannon. No, no, it's not that way at all. And and it just, it does feel good. Deadeye feels smooth as butter. I really like Deadeye. Yeah, we only had what I assume is level one of Deadeye. Yeah. Um, which was the same as it was, to my recollection, in Red Dead 1, where if you just, you just sort of paint... X's it painted targets. it painted targets, but it painted them really cleanly. I yeah. felt it felt more natural than Red Dead One's Dead Eye did to me. It yeah, felt I improved. Mean, again, everything here is just tighter. Uh, I love that I took cover behind a wagon. Yep, and I'm like, yeah, I'm in cover. I'm in a good spot. And the first shot, somebody fires at me with a heavy weapon. The side of the wagon blows out next yeah. to my head. That's what I really love. And it didn't feel, it wasn't like, here's an obviously destructible panel. I no. was like, no, a bullet went through that and it tore the wood off. Yeah. And now That's, I'm not quite as covered as I was. I was. There was a there was a shootout that I was in where I was behind just like a, a stack of wooden crates. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they, of course, they immediately start getting shot through. And I was like, how like how many shots does it take to knock out a crate? Like, is it like because in most video games it's like four shots to destroy a crate? Simple yeah. as that. And they were like, oh, fuck, until it is broken, like until there are no ways to, for it to support itself standing up. And I'm like, okay, cool, great. That's freaking great. I love that. I liked. Um, I think my favorite combat innovations though were Discover One that stealth doesn't suck. Uh, yeah, stealth was, was good. Really nice. Stealth was good. Stealth worked. I yeah. had fun. Two, though. So we uh, talked about the left trigger contracts thing. We don't have your gun out. Yeah. Like you have your gun out, does different things. That's your aim. Bring yep. the gun up. But in combat, when you're playing with a group of people, holding left trigger also brings up that same contextual menu that you'd normally have when you have your gun put away, except it's to command. So does that work while you're in an active firefight as well? Because I did it a lot while I was in stealth. But I'm like, hey, you know, I'm with John and Bill, and I'm like, I'll take the lead. You know, cover me. You know, and I've got these options, and I'm choosing how to approach. But it's not like building. It felt like some of the high stuff, except it was happening in a little mission. And very it was quickly. Just me. I didn't have to me. yell at somebody over the mic. Exactly. I really like it. It's good. It's just so good. Yeah. It's just. Uh, all right, look, we've made a show about a game. Obviously, we're inclined to think that it's marvelous. Oh, yeah, very um, much. But, oh, no. ladies and gentlemen, I, I can only tell you here right now that we barely, barely scratched the surface. I mean, I, that's the thing. It's like, how long have we been going for at this point? Well, we're getting close to an hour here. Good that's what, Lord. Yeah. And we got to get this episode cut and up tonight. So... We're going to we'll rein it in here right now, but you can, first off, you want to ask us questions about this game, yeah. mail at reddeadradio.com. That's mail at reddeadradio.com. Yep. We've eased off on letters a little bit the last couple of weeks. Yes, yeah, sorry. As I moved into the, well, that was me moving into the studio. Yeah. That, that was really um, that. But, I mean, I feel free to just, you know, hit me up on Twitter. I'm at USJR. Feel free to just ask me whatever. But if you want more immediate answers, uh, tonight, if you're listening to this the oh, day it comes yeah. out, yeah, so Thursday the 20th, 8 p.m. That's tonight. Pacific time. Yep. That's at Pacific time because I live it on that West Coast. Don't know if it's the best coast, but it is that West Coast. It is a coast. Uh, twitch.tv slash hop, blip, and a jump. That's uh, the name of my weird YouTube channel. Once again, twitch.tv slash hop, blip, B-L-I-P, and a jump. That's this channel that they're watching right now. That's If you're watching on the internet and yeah. not listening. They're watching youtube.com slash hop, blip, and a jump. The same so This will be at twitch.tv slash hop, blip, and a jump. Anyway, go twitch there. Twitch and YouTube are different platforms? They are. And for half an hour or so, I'll be on there, and I'll answer your questions about playing the game. Cool. You can just um, tweet at me. 
I'll be eating sandwiches for the better yeah. part of the day. Yeah, so. just hit us up. Uh, let us, and and then next week, uh, excited to announce uh, Brandon Jones and I were finally becoming together. It's actually just me in a wig for a red dead. Yeah, two in a wig. Now Brandon's wanted to be on since we the week one. Brandon reached out and was like, yep. "I need to be on this show." Guess what? Brandon's played the game too. And we're going to get together and talk about it. Some Y'all are going to have so much fun. I'm sorry I can't I'm be so, there. Yeah, I'm sorry you can't be there, it's too. Okay. And it's my, it's my fault. My schedule no, no, is causing no, look, that. Let's, let's be honest. It's both our faults. Okay, we're well, both terrible people who still deserve your money. Well, he deserves your yeah. money. I don't and know. I'm going to be out of town some next week, but uh, uh, the next episode will still be there with Brandon. Yeah, so. which would be great. Uh, and then coming back after that, I'm going to be on a vacation. So, um, Yeah, and you can also uh, head on over to IGN today because we've got a bunch of content uh, around the demos that we saw. Um, oh my god, we saw so many things. Yeah, there's a so lot many. going so, on in that so game. So we, we put together a list of like all of the best cool details and moments that we saw across like four or five different demos um, because we have international offices. So there's a whole bunch of stuff coming up on IGN. Uh, so if you can't get enough today from Jared, myself, or both of us, Head on over to IGN. We've got you covered on that. Front. And also watch the next episode. Again, we knew when we started this, we weren't going to be able to cover nearly everything. We haven't even touched on horses. We haven't touched on a lot of the incidents that happened to us. We haven't touched on a lot of the systemic stuff. This game is so freaking deep, but we can't do it all at once. Yeah. So come back next week. Look for that. Please. Um, you always get the please. Uh, subscribe. That would really help on iTunes uh, or Android, wherever you're listening to this. to this man. Look freaking great. The subscriptions really help. YouTube, if you don't mind. And most importantly, uh, this if is... If you don't mind, come on. Subscribe to his channels, please. Yeah, and of course, this is also how I make my living. So uh, if you want to back this at reddeadradio.com or patreon.com slash Jared Petty, man, we are coming... Now is the time that we are coming into our own. Uh, oh, yes. The game is right in front of us. We've had hands-on. We've got weeks of material to go through with we're you. so close. Yeah, uh, and we're, uh, so close. we're going to talk it up and talk it up. Friends... Thank you for supporting the show. John Ryan, thank you for being here. Thank you for being here, Jared. Thank you for, for being First Lady. Uh... First Lady Stockard Channing That's in the right. building, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, I'm Stockard Channing. Indeed. If Stock- you don't know who Stockard Channing is, go watch The West Wing, you ignorant heathen. Wow. No, sorry. A- I'm sorry. That was really mean. <laughs> Seriously, please watch The West Wing. It's such a good show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. We love you. We'll see you very, very soon. Theme by W.G. Snuffy Walden, who... W.G. Snuffy Walden. Who also created the theme for the television adaptation of Stephen King's The Stand. The Stand with Tom Cullen. M-O-O-N, that spells Tom Cullen. Indeed, also Rob Lowe playing in that. Yep, Rob Lowe a deaf guy. Not super sure how that would go over today, but he was charming in it as always. This is now a Rob Lowe podcast. <laughs> now, before you go away, uh, there's actually a, a cut in. Rob Lowe Redemption Radio, the Rob Lowe Redemption podcast. <laughs> there it is. We've played Red Dead. Please watch the show. <laughs> we played Rob Lowe. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? I'm going to use that as an ad. Please, please that's, do. that's really great. Thank you for Rob Lowe Redemption. Good. Also, Rob Lowe, I'm sorry. Rob Lowe, if you're watching, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe, please come on our podcast and play Red Dead with us.